Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Kennedy, and you tune in today because you're sick of trying every fad diet under the sun and training yourself into the ground without seeing any results. That's why I'm here to share the most effective ways to eat and train for sustainable and real results. What's up, guys? Welcome back to this week's episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. Pumped to be chatting to you guys this morning or this afternoon, whenever you're listening to today's show. Um, I think I've got a pretty interesting topic lined up for today that I reckon a lot of you guys are going to benefit from. I'm going to be talking about the process of how we go about fat loss or how we go about muscle gain or weight gain, uh, depending on where we are currently. So I'm going to go into detail, obviously, um, in a minute once I get stuck into the show. But I just want to say a big thank you to everyone who has put in a vote for this year's um, Australian Podcast of the Year. Awards, really appreciated the support that I got um, after last week's episode. That was awesome. Uh, been getting some great feedback on the show lately, which is really cool. Sounds like a lot of you guys are enjoying the episodes, which is, is awesome. So as always, if you have any topics that you want me to talk about or um, specific things that you want me to explain or, or talk about in the show, feel free to send me an email. Um, my email is danny at dannykennedyfitness.com or send me a DM on Instagram. Uh, which is at DJK Fitness. If you're not following already, if you're not, then you should be now. Um, but well, let's get stuck into into the show because there's a bit to get through, um, and I want to break this down and make it as simple as possible for you guys, so that by the end of you, by the end of this episode today, you know exactly what to do uh, from your current position now, regardless of whether you want to lose fat or build muscle. Um, so whether you've been just at a maintenance phase with your calories or in a surplus and you want to go to a fat loss phase, or whether you've been in a fat loss phase, so eating in a deficit, and now it's time to rebuild those calories and build some lean muscle. So let's start off with fat loss. Now, regardless of whether your calorie intake at the moment is at maintenance, whether it's at a surplus, or whether you've just got no idea where your calories are currently, and you're you're just starting in this whole you know nutrition and health and fitness journey, and you want to lose some fat, lose some weight. Now, um, you know, I put up a, a post the other day, or it might have been an email that I sent out, really talking about how when it comes to losing weight, we don't want to lose weight; we want to be losing fat. So, if you're losing weight, that could mean muscle mass. So. When, when we talk about trying to get leaner, we're trying to lose body fat. We want to maintain uh, as much lean muscle mass as possible, if not build muscle mass, um, but the focus should always be losing fat and not losing weight. So again, let's say, for example, you're at maintenance or you're at surplus or you just have no idea, what is the step-by-step process to losing body fat? So let's go over the, the nutrition side of things first. We need to be eating in a calorie deficit, which I'm no... Basically, everybody who's listening to this show will know by now, um, unless it's your first episode. If it is, feel free to go back through and have a listen to some of the past episodes where I talk about macros and calories and all that type of stuff because I'm not going to go into full detail today about how you actually set your macros. I really just want to go over the process of how we actually lose body fat, how it all works. Um, so we need to be in a calorie deficit, and that deficit, in my opinion, should be anywhere between 200 and 500 calories below your maintenance. So to find our maintenance, the most accurate way is to just spend a week tracking your regular food intake um, and at the end of that week, see what your average calorie intake has been for the day, for each day, sorry. So using an app like MyFitnessPal um, and then also see what your average weight has been throughout the week, body weight. So if your body weight has stayed the same, then your your average calorie intake that you had that week is roughly your maintenance. If it's gone up, then you've been in a surplus. 
If it's gone down, you're already in a calorie deficit. So that's the most accurate way to find out what your maintenance is. The second way is to use an online calculator. Um, I have one, a free one, which you guys can access by going to the show notes and clicking on the link to use the calculator to figure out how many calories you should be having per day so it's all done for you. Nice and simple. So we're in our calorie deficit. We're making sure we're getting at least two grams of protein per kilo, um, and then we figure out our macros. So as I said, I'm not going to go into detail about that, but that's the process of the nutrition. Now, in terms of... Uh, how we then go about putting together you know, a quote-unquote meal plan. We don't necessarily need to do a meal plan as such, but if you would like to, then I would highly recommend sticking to 90% of your calorie intake coming from nutrient-dense whole foods, so getting in um, you know, all your vitamins and minerals as well, choosing high-quality protein sources, and most of all, making sure that your nutritional intake is actually suited to you and your lifestyle. So if you like to eat five meals a day, eat five meals. If you prefer to eat two meals a day, eat two. Whatever's going to be most optimal for you in the long run, stick to that. Because one of the biggest, most important factors of going into a fat loss or muscle gaining phase is making sure that you can stick to it. It needs to be suitable for you. Because if it's not, then who really gives a shit? You're not going to stick to it. It's not going to be worth it in the long run. And um, I always say, you know, the most optimal approach in theory is not optimal if you cannot stick to it. It's pretty pretty straightforward. It's not rocket science. So get that nutritional intake set. Um, as I said, protein and calories, your main priority. The carbohydrates and fats ratio is very dependent on what you prefer. Um, and then you just need to be very consistent with that. Tracking that on your app, trying to stay as close as possible to your calorie intake, as close as possible to your macro targets, and just being consistent. That is, consistency, I can't stress enough how important it is. Um, you know, I always say a great or a good month is way better than the perfect day or the perfect week. You want to be consistent over time. So our nutrition set. Next thing that's really important that's highly underrated is our water intake. Literally, guys, just drink more than what you're drinking now. Yes, there is all these formulas you can use to figure out how much water you should be drinking, but in the end of the day, drink more than you are at the moment. I always recommend trying to get minimum three to four liters per day. Um, the more you drink, the better. The, the less water your body's actually going to hold if you're drinking more, and just the sleep quality, the, the uh, you know your health of your skin is going to be better. Your mood's going to be better. Your energy levels will be better. Everything's just going to be better. Everything's going to function better if you are drinking more water and you're very well hydrated. So that's that. Now, the next important thing is our energy output because we know to be in a calorie deficit or to lose fat in general, we need to be in a negative energy balance. So we use a calorie deficit to increase that negative energy balance, but uh, we also need to factor in our energy output. So I recommend everybody to be doing some form of resistance slash strength training at least training each muscle group twice per week, okay? So um, regardless of how many days you can train per week, you need to be trying to hit each muscle group twice per week, in my opinion, if you um, are a natural lifter, even if you are using pharmaceutically enhanced drugs to train, um, which I would not recommend, obviously, but if you are, I still think you should be training every muscle group twice per week and not following that typical bro split or the bodybuilder split that you see in magazines or maybe, um, you know, on social media, uh, it, it's not the most, it's not the best approach. You want to be stimulating each muscle group twice per week. So resistance training, as I said, regardless of how many days you can do it per week, that should be in there. That should be your main priority to build, retain, or or uh, or so sorry, build or retain muscle mass and strength. 
Okay, that should be your main priority. So our calorie deficit and our strength training are our two main priorities for fat loss. Okay, I'm gonna repeat that again. A calorie deficit and strength training is our two main priorities for fat loss. Okay, energy output versus energy input is what's gonna to lead to fat loss. Okay, it doesn't, it has nothing to do with cardio. Cardio can be used as a tool to increase that energy output or increase that, that negative energy balance in the deficit. But cardio does not equal fat loss. And I've been over this on the show before. So once we have our nutrition set, our training set, uh, we, we are then in a calorie deficit, okay? And then we just need to be consistent with it. Now, we can be using cardio as a tool to increase that energy output because I'm sure a lot of you are thinking, what happens once we reach a fat loss plateau? So once fat loss stalls, what do we do? The answer to that is very, very simple and it often gets overcomplicated, but we have basically three options. The first one is to decrease our food intake, which is an obvious answer, I guess, or, or an option that most people will go to straight away, but the problem is we do it too drastically. So we cut calories massively, go into too far of a deficit and make it so much harder for ourselves in the long run. Like I said before, our calorie deficit should start nice and low. So when I start a fat loss phase, I may only be in a one or 200 calorie deficit because that's giving me some wiggle room for later on when I want to reduce my food intake more without starving myself, okay? Because that's the last thing we want. We don't want to affect our metabolism by by over-dieting and over-exercising. There's no need to do that. We just need to be doing just enough to make sure that that fat loss process is happening. So when fat loss stalls, we either remove a very small amount of calories coming from either carbs or fats depending on what you would prefer to take it away from i would highly recommend keeping your protein exactly the same regardless of whether you're in a fat loss phase or a muscle gaining phase although in fat loss phase it's more important to make sure that your protein your protein intake is up nice and high because we're trying to retain that muscle mass so that's our first option reduce food slightly second option is to increase energy output slightly now that could mean another strength training day. It could mean a few more sets in the strength training days that you're already doing. It could mean a few more exercises or it could mean adding in a little bit of cardio. And when I say a little bit, I mean a little bit. I don't mean adding in three runs where you run for 45 minutes each each session per week. That's excessive and it's not needed. We just need to be doing just enough, as I said, to kickstart that fat loss again. So then once we get to another another block in the road, another fat loss plateau, we rinse and repeat, we do the same thing again. So that's option two, increase energy output. Keep in mind, energy output is any form of energy expenditure. That could just mean also walking to work. Okay, it could mean riding to work. It could mean parking the car further away. There's so many ways of increasing your energy output. It's not necessarily just going to the gym or doing more cardio. The third option is to do a very, very small amount of both. So a small energy increase or energy output increase, so a very small amount and also a small reduction in food intake. But the key word there is small. There's no need to be doing a massive drastic change because drastic changes will lead to drastic results and drastic results do not last, my friends. So if you want to see results that are going to last, please do uh, make the effort to take the slower approach. Slow and steady wins the race in the fat loss game and the muscle building game, okay? If you're losing weight too fast, you're gonna be losing muscle mass. If you're gaining weight too fast, you're going to be gaining you know, excessive and unnecessary amount of body fat and not as much muscle mass as you would think. So next time you go to that fat loss phase, it's going to be a lot, a lot harder. So that's our fat loss process. It's so simple. They are the steps that you need to take. There's nothing else involved. You know, 
we we often talk about the different types of you know quote unquote diets vegan diet vegetarian diet uh paleo intermittent fasting no carb no fat all different types of shit you need to be in a calorie deficit to lose body fat. If you're in a calorie deficit, you will lose body fat regardless of what approach you are following. Okay, so all these different diets, whether they're fad diets or whether they're uh, nutritional approaches that have been around for years, yes, they all work. Every single nutritional approach will work if you're in a calorie deficit. It is not rocket science. There's nothing special about intermittent fasting that works differently to eating in moderation and still being in a calorie deficit. So that's really important to understand as well, guys. And then lastly, with supplementation on a fat loss phase, just keep things very, very basic. I mean, supplements are there to supplement your nutrition and your training. That, as it would, as it would uh, suggest in the name. So, a whey protein, high quality whey protein between 20 and 30 grams of protein per serve is great for convenience to help you reach your protein intake for the day. I always recommend a multivitamin in the morning just in case. I'm, I'm a massive fan of magnesium oil or any form of magnesium. I guess before bed, I use an oil spray. Caffeine before you train for me is something that I like to do. Not everyone does. That's fine. Um, caffeine has obviously been proven to, uh, you know, in the short term, elevate your metabolic um, rate and increase your heart rate to help you expend more energy and also hopefully help you improve training performance. So that's obviously going to be a benefit. Um, if you're currently using creatine monohydrate, I would recommend keeping that in there. Five grams per day every single day. It doesn't matter what time you have that creatine. It's not going to matter too much. But other than that, guys, there's no real other supplements that are a must-have. Fat burners, as I've mentioned in the show before, um, are just a way of suppressing appetite, increasing your metabolic rate or your heart rate for a short period of time, which can be beneficial, especially as you get leaner and leaner. Um, but it's not going to magically help you burn fat. So when we talk about essential supplements, I wouldn't add that into the list. Um, the other one we could talk about in there is uh, the fish oils as well. Um, feel free to add that in as well. But that's the fat loss process. It is so simple. I can't explain to you guys enough how easy it is to lose body fat in theory. Yes, it can be hard to stick to at times. It's it's going to be challenging when you're, you're taking in less than you're expending. That's just a, a given. But the process is simple. Do not overcomplicate it step by step. Use those steps I've just given you now and I promise you, you will see fat loss and you'll be very happy with your results if you do not rush. If you do not try and take the quick fix approach where you do everything as quickly as possible because I guarantee it's not going to last and your results are going to be quite shitty compared to what you're expecting. Now, let's have a quick chat about muscle gain and weight gain. Um, and specifically what I want to talk about today is how we approach that after being in a fat loss phase because the question I get asked so often is, you know, I'm happy with my current weight. I'm happy with my body fat percentage now. I want to start to eat a bit more food or maybe I want to start to build more strength, build some muscle mass, or even just put some weight back on because I feel like I'm too lean now and I'm too light. So what is the process? And firstly, anyone that's been through this before will know that the mental side of things is actually fucking just as hard, if not harder than the physical side of it. Um, and that can be hard to get past because in your brain, especially if you've been in a fat loss period for a while, Every time you wake up each day, your focus is on losing body fat. It's, am I looking leaner? Um, am I in a calorie deficit today? How much energy have I expended? Am I training enough? Now, all of a sudden, you're going, hey, I actually need to be eating a bit more food. I need to be recovering more. I need to be lifting more in the gym, even though that should be your focus all the time. Um, what else? Uh, you know, Your focus when you wake up is no longer losing body fat. And 
what you need to understand if you want to make proper progress with lean muscle gain is that it is essential for you to actually add a little bit of body fat initially. Okay, that doesn't doesn't mean that you're going to be excessively adding body fat and you know blowing out. It just means that you need to allow your body the chance to recover properly, rebuild that muscle mass if you've lost any, or actually build some if you if you're in the process of actually trying to to get a bit bigger. But don't be scared of a little bit of body fat gain, um, because what can happen, especially if you've been really lean, is that you get to the point where your perception of lean is way different to everyone else's. So that little bit of body fat that you gain, you see that as a massive weight gain. You feel really sluggish and all that stuff, but please don't because to make long-term progress, you need to have uh, a little bit of body fat if you want to build muscle mass. That's just how it works. Um, embrace it. There's absolutely no need to blow out and get an extremely high body fat percentage. There's no need to do that to, to build muscle mass, but you do need a little bit on there. If you're too lean, if you're not eating enough food, then you will not gain strength. You will not build muscle mass and you're going to be spinning your wheels for a long period of time um, and just staying very stagnant. It's not going to do much for your metabolism. It's not going to do much for your, your body. And it's definitely not going to do much for your muscle mass. Okay, so once we've made that decision, we're in a fat loss phase. We've now decided we want to add on some weight or just build up our calories and build muscle mass. Uh, my recommendation is, you know, we have this approach which some of you may have heard of called reverse dieting. I'm not going to go into too much detail or specifics about all the different ways we can reverse diet, but uh, basically we can go with a very slow approach where we slowly, slowly, slowly add in calories. Um, and what what you'll actually find there, and I'll quickly touch on this, I guess, just for help to help people understand, is that if you're in a calorie deficit, say of 500 you increase your calories by 300. So you're eating 300 more calories per day. Um, in your mind, you've just added in 300 calories, more food, um, awesome, I'm eating way more. And you're probably expecting to lose weight, uh, to, to gain weight, sorry, but the chances are is that you'll lose weight because one, you're still in a 200 calorie deficit. You're not even in a surplus yet. And two, you've got more energy, so your energy output is going to be better. You're gonna feel better, your energy levels are gonna be higher. Um, you know, your mood's going to be better. You're probably going to move more throughout the day. So your energy output is bigger. So in actual fact, you may still be in a larger calorie deficit than what you thought. So that is why you are losing fat or not gaining fat in a reverse diet if you're going with a very slow approach of increasing food. It's not because there's something magic happening in your body where, um, you know, all of a sudden your body can, can use all these calories and still burn fat even though it's in a surplus. You're just in a smaller calorie deficit. And that's cool. If that's the way you want to go with it, then that's fine. But my approach and my recommendation for someone wanting to transition into that gaining phase or the phase where they want to build muscle and strength and hopefully add a little bit of weight. Um, and I and you know I'll emphasize the word little because you do not need to add much weight at all to be making progress. Is where your calories are currently. So for example, if you finished your fat loss phase on very rough example 2000 calories my recommendation would be to bump your calorie intake up by anywhere between three and five hundred straight away okay so you're getting as close to your maintenance calorie intake as possible straight away when we decide to make that decision uh, to to be in a gaining phase okay so that may result in a very little bit of body fat gain it in it's extremely likely that it won't um, as I mentioned before it may even result in more fat loss and that's cool because that means that we can add in even more food. We want to get our calories back up. And to do that, as I mentioned before, keeping your protein the same, either adding in, adding in those calories from carbohydrates, from fats, or a mixture of both, 
Um, and we're just increasing our food intake. And, and particularly, guys, a lot of people think that to, to gain muscle and to, to, to put on weight, you need to be eating different types of foods. We know that there's no such thing as muscle-building foods or fat-loss foods. When I'm in a calorie deficit, I eat less of what I'm eating at the moment. When I'm in a calorie surplus, I eat more of what I'm eating at the moment. That's just how it works. Yes, I do go out for meals. Yes, I have different things every now and then, but you don't need to change what you're eating to depending on what your goal is. You just need to eat more or less of those foods. That's a really important thing to to uh, to understand. So we increase our calorie intake uh, in terms of our training, okay? It stays exactly the same. Our strength training, our resistance training should be the same as what it was when we're trying to lose body fat. We still still should be trying to progressively overload each week. So either more reps, more sets, more weight, easier reps, um, you know, different angles, different tempos, all that type of stuff over time. Progressive overload is the king of progress when it comes to muscle building uh, and muscle growth. So that's that should be our main priority is to get strong is to progressively overload, see the increase in numbers, see the increase in performance over time because if we're eating in a slight calorie surplus and we're increasing our performance in the gym, chances are we're going to be building that lean muscle mass. As long as we're still going with our nutrient-dense foods, we're choosing high-quality proteins and we're performing our reps, um, you know, executing our reps properly. Okay, So exercise execution is so, so important. I can't emphasize it enough and I've done that episode where I talked about lifting cues and what you should be thinking about to actually target the muscle you want to build or that you want to stimulate or strengthen. It's not about just shifting the weight from A to B. It's about actually using that muscle in the way it's meant to be used to get that effect, to get that effective growth of, of strength or power or speed, whatever your current goal is. But training is a massive one, obviously, and we really need to make sure that we're progressive, progressively overloading over time. Otherwise, we're wasting our time. If you were currently doing cardio before, now these are the things that you need to think about as well. So let's say, for example, we finished our fat loss phase at 2,000 calories, we're doing strength training four days per week, and we were doing two cardio sessions per week. Okay, so we've started off our, our, our gaining phase by increasing our calorie intake by 500. So now we're at 2,500. Okay, so we've added in 500 calories, we've taken 500 calories away from our deficit, um, my recommendation is to keep that cardio in there until we you know, give it a few weeks and see how your body responds to the increase in calories. If you're still losing body fat, then start to reduce that cardio, whether you take out one whole session, whether you just reduce the, the time or the distance or whatever you're doing for your cardio on both of those sessions, um, or we add in more food and keep that cardio in if you like, because again, we're talking about our negative, uh, our, sorry, our energy balance. If we're still in a negative energy balance, then we're going to be losing fat. We want to slowly transition into a positive energy balance where we are taking in more than we are expending. So if you're doing a lot of cardio, we need to start to focus now on reducing that. As I mentioned, unless you really, really enjoy that cardio and keep it in, because I typically do way more cardio when I'm trying to build muscle than I do when I'm trying to lose fat. Because I'm eating more food, I feel better. I actually enjoy going for runs, so I keep it in. That but that means that I need to increase my food because if I'm not increasing my food, I'm still going to be in that deficit or at maintenance. So we need to get our surplus now the same as what we did with our, our calorie deficit. We want to be anywhere between 100 and 500 calories above our maintenance and, and clearly the higher we go in that calorie surplus, the more likely it is that we're going to be gaining weight and gaining a little bit of body fat. So if you're concerned about that, keep it on the lower end. So between one and 200 calories above your maintenance 
Now our water intake should be the same as when it is for fat loss. We want to be drinking more water than we are currently at the moment. We want to be drinking as much as we can, as well hydrated as we can. And our focus really does need to be on sleep uh, and recovery, especially in a muscle muscle building phase as well as a, a fat loss phase because we're trying to increase our training performance as, as I mentioned before. So water intakes up. Supplements wise, exactly the same. Exactly the same as fat loss, okay? As I said, creatine monohydrate, five grams every single day, um, regardless of what time you take it. Clearly, we're not going to be using a fat burner um, in this gaining phase. Our protein can be used to help us reach our protein intake for the day or for pure convenience. Make sure it's a high-quality protein source. Um, some of my go-to proteins, I put this on my Instagram the other day, Swift Supplements uh, Recharge Protein. It's a hydrolyzed whey protein. My favorite on the market, tastes the best, best quality protein I've come across. Um, it's an absolute winner. The other two I really like is EHP Labs OxyWay and then Ghost um, Whey Protein as well. They're my favorites. They're the ones I like to stick to. So if you're looking for one, um, there's there's a couple of recommendations for you right there, which is awesome. Okay, so supplements stay exactly the same. And then guess what, guys? The process to adding more weight or adding more muscle over time when we reach a plateau is very, very similar to our fat loss process or our fat loss plateau breakers or whatever the fuck we want to call it. Um, so we have our three options. This time around, if we reach a plateau, we either slightly increase our food, we either slightly decrease our energy output, okay? So if we're doing cardio, we reduce that a little bit or we do a little bit of both. Now, when it comes to gaining muscle mass, the, the option that I would go for nine times out of 10 there is just increasing our food intake because we want we don't really want to be dropping off our training um, or we don't want to be reducing our training. We want to be increasing our, not so much the amount of sessions we're doing, but increasing the amount of volume we're lifting to progressively overload and make that progress over time with our gaining phase. But I think the biggest thing that I want people to understand with this muscle building phase is that it's okay to put on a little bit of body fat. We need that. Our body needs that to recover, to repair, to rebuild, and to build that muscle mass that we are after, okay? It's going to be essential to making progress over time, and you just got to bite the bullet. It's all part of the process. You got to trust the process so that next time you do a fat loss phase, you actually have some reward because if we spend all that time in a calorie deficit or just fucking around and spinning the wheels, then when we do want to get lean, we're not going to be happy with what we see. It's an investment in our body. We want to invest in building that lean muscle mass, in progressing, in growing over time and getting stronger so that when we do want to lose fat, we have something to show for it. Um, I always say the hard, the hardest work goes into the phase where you're trying to build the muscle, the, when your body fat's a little bit higher and you're trying to make progress. The reward is when we lose our body fat and we get to see all that hard work pay off. We get to see the shape of our muscles. We get to um, you know, see all that hard work that we've been doing. That's when it pays off is when we're in a fat loss phase, when most people think the opposite. They think that uh, you know, fat loss is is hard, it's it's a it's a grind, it's a and it, it can be, but people see fat loss as a massive chore and, and they automatically mentally pair fat loss with shit. I guess, as in like they're going to feel like shit, they don't want to do it, it's going to suck, but it doesn't have to if you follow these steps that I've shared with you guys today. And the, the, the recurring theme that you probably have picked up on is that we want to stay away from drastic measures, okay? We just want to take things nice and easy, nice and slow, only make changes when we need to. And something I should add in with the fat loss is that 
weight uh, when we talk about scales okay so my recommendation for all of my clients is we either weigh ourselves every single day and take a weekly average or we do not weigh ourselves at all they're the two options you don't weigh yourself once every now and then you don't weigh yourself at the end of the day um you know when we weigh ourselves every single day it's first thing in the morning on an empty stomach after you've been to the bathroom okay other than that it's a waste of time do not weigh yourself in the middle of the day or straight after the gym or after you've had breakfast or before you go to bed first thing in the morning on an empty stomach is going to be the most accurate time and as i said it's either every day and take an average or not at all and when we're in a gaining phase i like to just go off visuals how do i look how do i feel um, is my training going well am i making progress if i am then cool we're going to keep things the same if i've stopped getting stronger in the gym if i'm not making any progress then i'm going to increase my food intake if i feel like i'm putting on a bit too much body fat unnecessary body fat then i'm going to either keep my calories the same or slightly drop them or increase my energy output just a little bit um, and that's the process it's very very simple so i hope today's episode will help you understand that a little bit better i know i've done episodes on topics that have been in today's show but i thought that maybe going through that step-by-step process for both um, decisions whether it's fat loss or muscle building or, or weight gain it'll help you guys out so if it has please do take a screenshot and post this up on your Instagram story for me today within the next 30 seconds. Okay, so you've got 30 seconds. The clock is counting now. You've got 28 seconds now, um, 25 seconds now. So go and get that shit done for me, please. Um, tag me in it so I can see what your feedback is. I love to get feedback on the show. Um, and as I said at the start of today's episode, if there's certain topics that you'd like to hear about, please do let me know. Um, I want to give you guys... The, the knowledge and value that you want to hear. We've got some really cool episodes coming up with guests in the next month or two, which is going to be exciting. Um, but when I do these solo rounds like I've done today, I'd love to be talking about stuff that I know people actually want to hear about. So hopefully today's helped. Hope you're having an awesome day and loving the podcast as always. If you are and you haven't subscribed, I don't know what you're waiting for. Go and hit that subscribe button. Um, if you haven't left a review on the podcast, it would be much appreciated if you could or just leave a uh, five-star rating if you think it's good. Tell a friend. Um, let's try and get this podcast out to as many people as we possibly can. Have an epic day. Can't wait to chat to you guys in next week's episode. And thank you so much for tuning in today.